Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Texas Hill Country Fishing Report with Greg Wielander of Upstream on the Fly. How are you doing, Greg? Well, hi, Marvin. I'm, I'm not too bad. You know, it's a, it's a hot one here in the Texas Hill Country, especially for starting off in the month of May. We've been having some unseasonably warm weather for the start of May, and we've had some low to mid-90s already. Yeah, I saw that uh, right before I hopped on with you, that you were almost going to hit the century mark today, and it's only May 4th. Yes, I know. But but there's there's some good news coming. We're going to uh, have another cold front coming this week, and it'll set us back to our normal low to mid-80s for this time of year. So it looks like the seven-day is definitely going to be in the 80s. So it's time to get on the water, and especially this coming weekend. Well, that's great. And how's access now? I assume, you know, I've been reading the news. It looks like Texas has kind of been opening up. People are going to be able to get to the water in the next week to 10 days? Yes. You know, when we last spoke a couple of weeks ago, some of the uh, some of the boat ramps had opened up and the state parks had also opened up, not for overnight camping, of course, but um, for, for day access. And they want you to call ahead and make appointment, you know, to come out to some of the parks and some of the parks, you know, that have, you know, some of the rivers in them, but as far as highway crossings and bridge crossings and, and, and the typical hill country streams, they're, they're open. I mean, you can, you can park and access the water and uh, it, it's good that things are starting to come back and I'm ready to start guiding. So uh, definitely going to start getting some trips on the books. And why don't we start talking a little bit about, what's going on and what's coming up. So, you know, before we start talking fishing, I, I need to, I need to mention the flora and the fauna of the Texas Hill countries because it's, it's very popular this time of the year. You know, on our, on our last report, I mentioned the wildflowers are, are in bloom here in the Hill country. And of course the blue bonnet is our state flower. But, uh, from my last report, they, you know, been going away. We're, we're into the yellow and oranges of the wildflower. What a lot of people are not aware of is that we have a state plant of Texas, and that's the prickly pear cactus. So the prickly pear cactus is actually in bloom right now. So the cacti is producing yellow and orange flowers, which uh, will go from May into June. And the reason I bring all this up is for all you guys out there listening, you know, bring your significant other out to the hill country. It's, it's a great way to to ease the cabin fever that we've all had to deal with this spring. And also the, the turkeys, the wild turkeys are out there chasing each other. So there's always something going on in the old country. Yeah, that's great. What does the fishing look like for the next week to 10 days? Well, let, let's talk about fishing. So um, out on our area lakes, you know, including, you know, all the highland lakes, we're experiencing the shad spawn, shad spawn right now. And the shad spawn is uh, usually starts and gets in full swing by late April into the middle to late May. And this typically starts as the water temperatures reach approximately 70 degrees. And it also coincides with the full and the new moon. So we've got a full moon coming up on May 7th, and we've got a new moon on May 22nd. So if you get out on one of the area lakes at first light, you will see the shad up on the rocky shorelines. And what's going on with that is, you know, till about 730, 8 in the morning, you're going to have the shad running the banks. 
and you kind of have a uh, it kind of resembles raindrops fall, falling on the on the water's edge. And what that is is actually the shadow, shallow spawning. So the predatory fish, such as your largemouth bass, your Guadalupe bass, are all up shallow, feeding on these shad at, at first light. So it's kind of like us going to the buffet line. So there's plenty of food for the taking, and it's it's all shad. So for any of you listeners out of state, I don't want you to get confused. We're not actually out fishing for the shad, like uh, there are shad runs in other parts of the country. Uh, these shad are, are more of the food for our predatory fish, and, and these are small threadfin shad, roughly two and a half, three inches in length, okay? And the reason I bring this up is I'm going to talk a little bit about one of my recent outings and, and how you really need to match the hatch. Um, I was out on Lake Travis chasing the bass, largemouth bass and the Guadalupe bass over the last couple of weeks. And some good news is the lake has come up four feet, you know, Two weeks ago, during our last report, we were about 10 to 11 feet low on Lake Travis, um, but it's come up four feet, and um, the fishing's good. It's been extremely good, actually. So I remember it was about four o'clock just the other day. I had I had set my my mental my mental alarm clock. You know, four o'clock. I'm I'm going to quit. Okay, and the boat ramps that are open, okay, all close at seven o'clock. And they, they, they're, they're fairly crowded, okay? There's a lot of folks using the boat ramps, but not all the boat ramps are open. And, you know, Lake Travis is, I think, 69 miles long. It, it was pretty much like I had the lake to myself, but with limited access, there is a lot of folks coming and going on the lake right now. So you kind of have to have that, that mental time of when you want to quit. You don't want to be showing up at 6.30 in the evening to get out of there because then you're going to have other people around and you're trying to distance ourselves from that. So um, I, I do remember it was like 4 o'clock. I'm like, I got to quit. Well, in the next five minutes, I landed three Guadalupes, two large amounts, and I was like, okay, I, I've got to leave the fish biting. And uh, – I was using one of Blaine Chocolate's Game Changers in, in one of the little micro sizes in, in a shad color. So Lake Travis and, and some, you know, most of our Highland lakes are crystal clear water. So I'm typically using an intermediate line and I'm getting the fly down a little bit deeper, but in that clear water, you know, using a fly that's very white, you know, it's bright in color. You can, you can see, I mean, it's, it's an adrenaline rush. You can see the bass come up. They'll swipe at the fly, they'll spin around, and then do another 180 back on the fly and inhale it. So it's like their first attempt was really stunning the bait fish, and then the second one was to eat it. So um, it, it's really cool to see, but I've also been you know, doing really well with topwaters. You know, topwater is working really well right now, especially as we get into May. Lake Travis is a topwater lake in the month of May. So it's, it's, it's ideal for a fly fisherman to be able to catch fish up on top. Yeah. And on top, I know last time we were talking about, you weren't quite ready for the frogs yet. Are you throwing frogs? Well, you know, let's talk about the frogs. So I don't have as much of a frog bite on Lake Travis. And so for a lot of you listeners out there that actually know me, you're probably wondering why I haven't been talking about the big bass fishing on the lower Colorado river which is uh, east of Austin. And, you know, this time of year is definitely a frog bite. So what's going on? Um, 
on the Colorado River right now is there's really two reasons why I haven't been over there. One is the boat ramps that are all owned by Lake Travis County Parks are currently closed. And this is all due to the coronavirus rulings that we've been dealing with over the last month to two months now. But on a side note, I do have private river access. So I can, I can work with closed boat ramps. But the bigger reason I have not been fishing the Colorado over the last you know month or two, besides the coronavirus, is, is the water's been running high. So Longhorn Dam is our last dam in the series of uh, the seven Highland Lakes. And they've been running around 3,500 CFS down the Colorado River. So it's making it very tough to fish, or, or should I say, tough to catch fish. I normally like the Colorado River to be around three to 400 CFS at most. And it's, it's running 3,500 during the peak uh, once a day. Um, however, you know, out in that neck of the woods, there is Lake Bastrop, which is another tremendous fishery. And the frog bite is going on over there on, on Lake Bastrop. So uh, if you got to have that frog bite, that's definitely the spot to be right now for, uh, for frog fishing on the fly rod. Very cool. And how are some of the other rivers that you like to fish doing? Yeah. So, you know, all of our typical hill country streams are all fishing really well right now. You know, you've got the Pernalis, uh, various sections of the Llano River, but not all of the Llano's fishing. Uh, and that's due to the historical flood that we had back in the fall of 2019. So that wiped out a lot of the fish population on the Llano. But there are sections out there that are fishing. There is definitely going to, you know, there's a rebound. It's not the 75 to 100 fish days, but the Guadalupe bass uh, in certain areas are, are doing well. And there's, there's definitely sunfish that are rebounding as well. So uh, give it a, a couple few more years and, and the whole river will be fishing. But I definitely have some spots identified that are fishing, fishing good. And, you know, the one closest to my house is the San Gabriel River. There's a North Branch and a South, South Fork as well. So they, they both have been fishing well. There's still plenty of water. However, you know, it, it's starting to get dry right now. We are starting to get in a little bit drier pattern. So hopefully we'll get another good rain here in another month to keep that going through the summer. But um, if you want to talk about some fly patterns, let's, let's talk about what, what we should be fishing with right now, okay? Um, so for, for on the lakes, for your stillwater anglers, I'm liking topwater. You know, your various hard popping bugs, uh, or various hard poppers, you know, kind of like a boogle bug, for example. You know, your frog patterns, you know, deer hair bugs are, are one of my favorites. And bait fish imitation for, for, the set, for the shad spawn. So dog bird divers and your whites and gray colors are working really well. And then your streamers, you know, anything resembling shad up on the lake. So game changers and shad colors, your clouds or minnows. Your half and halves are, are all working well. And if we go over to, to our rivers and, and creeks, you know, of course, um, the dragonfly, the damselfly nymphs are, are, are starting to be my uh, go-to pattern because I'm starting to see a lot more dragonflies and, dra and damselflies as we get into the middle of the day. Um, crawfish variations and your river minnow imitations are always worth fishing, of course. And, um, and your hard popping bugs, you know, your little booga bugs up on top for the, uh, the rivers and the smaller, smaller creeks. So Marvin, that's pretty much sums up what I have on the Hill Country Fishing Report. 
Well, it sounds like uh, things are getting better by the day. And folks, remember, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. And if you'll send us a question on the Articulate Fly Facebook page, if we read it on the Fishing Report, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag, and you're going to get entered into a drawing for some cool stuff that Greg is going to put together at the end of the season. Uh, before I let you hop, and uh, I guess I don't know, we didn't even talk about whether it's a Schinerbach evening or maybe we got Cinco de Mayo coming up. Maybe it's a Margarita evening. Uh, Greg, why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can uh, book you and fish with you? Well, you bet. You know, since uh, Cinco de Mayo week is this week, I would say a Dos Equis wine would be my, my chosen drink for the uh, for the week. But you can find me at on my website, upstreamonthefly.com. And then I'm on social media, Instagram, and Facebook as Upstream on the Fly. Well, that's great. Well, listen, folks, get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Greg. Thanks, Marvin. <laughs>